Hallelujah. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Christ is alive, let Christians sing, the cross stands empty to the sky. Let streets and homes and praises ring, loved round in death shall never die. Christ is alive, no say the prayer of the day together. Holy and righteous God, you are the author of life and you adopt us to be your children. Fill us with your words of life that we may live as witnesses to the resurrection of your son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Our first reading is from the book of Acts, chapter 3, verses 12 to 19. When Peter saw it, he addressed the people, You Israelites, why do you wonder at this, or why do you stare at us, as though by our own power or piety we had made him walk? The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, the God of our ancestors, has glorified his servant Jesus, whom you handed over and rejected in the presence of Pilate, though he had decided to release him. But you rejected the holy and righteous one and asked to have a murderer given to you, and you killed the author of life, 
whom God raised from the dead. To this we are witnesses, and by faith in his name, his name itself has made this man strong, whom you see and know, and the faith that is through Jesus has given him this perfect health in the presence of all of you. And now, friends, I know that you acted in ignorance, as did also your rulers. In this way, God fulfilled what he had foretold through all the prophets, that his Messiah would suffer. Repent, therefore, and turn to God, so that your sins may be wiped out. The psalm for today is Psalm number 4. Answer me when I call, O God of my right. You gave me room when I was in distress. Be gracious to me and hear my prayer. How long, you people, shall my honor suffer shame? How long will you love vain words and seek after lies? But know that the Lord has set apart the faithful for himself. The Lord hears when I call to him. When you are disturbed, do not sin. Ponder it on your beds and be silent. Offer right sacrifices and put your trust in the Lord. There are many who say, Oh, that we might see some good. Let the light of your face shine on us, O Lord. You have put gladness in my heart more than when their grain and wine abound. I will both lie down and sleep in peace. For you alone, O Lord, make me lie down in safety. Our second reading is from 1 John chapter 3, verses 1-7. to 7. See what love the Father has given us that we should be called children of God, and that is what we are. The reason the world does not know us is that it did not know him. Beloved, we are God's children now. What we will be has not yet been revealed. What we do know is this. When he is revealed, we will be like him, for we will see him as he is. And all who have this hope in him purify themselves just as he is pure. Everyone who commits sin is guilty of lawlessness. Sin is lawlessness. You know that he was revealed to take away sins, and in him there is no sin. No one who abides in him sins. No one who sins has either seen him or known him. Little children, let no one deceive you. Everyone who does what is right is righteous, just as he is righteous. The Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. While they were talking about this, Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. They were startled and terrified and thought that they were seeing a ghost. He said to them, Why are you frightened and why do doubts arise in your hearts? Look at my hands and my feet. See that it is I myself. Touch me and see. For a ghost does not have flesh and bones, as you see that I have. And when he had said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. While in their joy they were disbelieving and still wondering, he said to them, Have you anything here to eat? They gave him a piece of broiled fish, and he took it and ate it in their presence. Then he said to them, These are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms, must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures, and he said to them, Thus it is written, 
that the Messiah is to suffer and to rise from the dead on the third day and that repentance and forgiveness of sins is to be proclaimed in his name to all the, to all nations beginning from Jerusalem you are witnesses of these things the gospel of the lord praise to you o christ I want to talk a bit about Peter's sermon in Acts. So this is a sermon about a sermon. And I've got, the context is important. What, what happens before Peter starts speaking is that, and you remember this story, there was, there was this man, lame from birth, who would lie on the ground at one of the temple gates and beg. People would bring him every morning. And then they'd come and get him at the end of the day. And, and when he saw Peter and John about to go into the temple, he, of course, asked them for alms. And Peter said, well, I, I have no silver or gold, but what I have, I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, stand up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and he raised him up. He raised him up. Notice the phrase. And the man entered the temple with them walking and leaping and praising God. And when people saw this, they all ran together to Peter and John and the man who was now clinging to them. And that's when Peter says what we heard in the first reading. The God of our ancestors has glorified his servant Jesus, whom you handed over and rejected. You killed, he says, you killed the author of life, whom God raised from the dead. And by faith in his name, his name itself has made this man strong. And then he says, I know that you acted in ignorance. And so did your rulers. And here we might remember what Jesus says on the cross in Luke. Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. You acted in ignorance. And Peter says, but in this way, God fulfilled what he had foretold through all the prophets that his Messiah would suffer. And then he says, repent, therefore, repent and, and return to God so that your sins may be wiped out. So, and this was not part of our reading, but it's important. So repent so that your sins may be wiped out. So the times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord and that he may send the Messiah appointed for you, that is Jesus, who must remain in heaven until the time of universal restoration that God announced long ago through the prophets. The times of refreshing and the universal restoration was proclaimed by the prophets. Isaiah, for example, who talked about the lion lying down with the lamb, you know, and, and death swallowed up forever. And here's another thing. This man who's been raised up and restored to perfect health is a symbol of this restoration. This is what God will do for all of us through faith in his name, faith that is through Jesus, and for all creation in the restoration of all things. And, and then Peter brings in the covenant with Abraham and Sarah, who are blessed to be a blessing. And in your descendants, God promised them, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. And and Peter says, when God raised up Jesus, he sent him first to you to bless you by turning each of you from your wicked ways so that through you, the whole earth 
shall be blessed. So this is another way of approaching the same thing. First, through what the prophet said about the day when, and this is Isaiah, Isaiah 11, when the wolf shall live with the lamb and a little child shall lead them and the, the lion shall eat straw like the ox and they will not hurt or destroy for the earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea and God will wipe away the tears from all faces and he will swallow up death forever. That's the first approach. The restoration of all things, the prophets promised. And secondly, this is the second, what God promised Abraham, that through him and his descendants, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. And in both of these, both ways of describing salvation, forgiveness of sin or sin being wiped out is necessary. It's part of it. And, and that makes sense. How can we have this restored creation if we are full of sin, if we're rejecting God and God's Messiah who brings the restoration? How can the restoration or salvation, this restoration or salvation come unless we are transformed and the earth is transformed? And how can all the families of the earth be blessed through us if we're rejecting God and what God is doing in the world unless we allow God to bless us and transform us first? that's that's a rough summary of what Peter says here but the other thing the second thing I want to talk about is what he doesn't say all the things he doesn't talk about all the things he does not explain for example why does the Messiah suffer what is the meaning of the suffering and death of the Messiah how does this suffering Messiah bring about the restoration of all things? And I, I know we have all heard people try to explain these things and there's all kinds of different ways that people have tried to explain these things. And, and that makes it all the more striking that the book of Acts does not do that. What Peter says is that Jesus is the Messiah. Jesus brings God's promises to fulfillment and that his resurrection is the ground of our hope. Doesn't explain it. How it works. But this is what he says. These, these three really important things. And he invites these people and us to believe and to trust that Jesus is the Messiah and that God raised him and that through him the promises of God are being fulfilled and to become part of the community of those who so believe and trust, blessed to be a blessing for all the families of the earth, spreading the word, reading the scriptures, open to the spirit. Because there's more to come. The story is not over yet. So Matt Skinner, who teaches at Luther Seminary in St. Paul, Minnesota, he says, Peter is urging them and us to begin a journey, trusting and hoping that Jesus preached truth, that Jesus is risen, that God was and is at work in Jesus, that God raised him, that God will bring through him the restoration of all things, the promised salvation through him and those who follow him. That's how we begin. And the end point of that journey will not be fully seen till we reach it. 
Although, if we are open to the Spirit, we will see more as we go along. And so we read in the book of Acts, as, as we read the book of Acts, we can see the community of those who trust and hope and who have faith in Jesus. We can see them begin to see and understand more of what all this means. But the story isn't over yet. First John says, Beloved, we are God's children now. What we will be has not yet been revealed. What we do know is this, that when he is revealed, we will be like him, for we will see him as he is. We don't know or understand everything. There is mystery. There is God. We are not perfect in knowledge or in how we live or in who we are. The promised salvation, the restoration of all things is not here yet, but it's begun. Trust in God's Messiah, Jesus, the book of Acts says, trust in the love that the Father has given us. First John says, set out on the journey with us. Follow Jesus, be open to the Spirit, open to God, willing to change and to change your minds and to be transformed. And in the end, we will be like him and we will see him as he is and all things will be restored. Amen. Let's confess our faith. I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Filled with the new life of Jesus, we pray for the life of the Church, for those in need, and for all of God's creation. Each petition will end, hear us, O God, and the response is, your mercy is great. Holy God, help us to follow Jesus in trust and hope, open to your spirit, willing to be changed, trusting in the great mystery of your love. Hear us, O God, your mercy is great. May we be blessed to be a blessing for your whole creation and part of the restoration of all things. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. We pray for your children who are ailing, who are brokenhearted, and who seek your mercy, in particular those we name silently or out loud. Deliver them from affliction and turn their cries of pain to shouts of praise. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. Be present at our tables. Be present in our lives. Be present in our celebrations and in our sadness, sharing and expanding our joy and filling the hungry and the lonely with hope. Hear us, O oh God. Your mercy is great. 
we remember the lives of the saints who shared their faith with us. Guide us by your spirit to live in your truth as we long for the day when we shall live in your fullness. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. Trusting in your abundant mercy, O God, we commend ourselves and all for whom we pray into your care. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Gathered into one by the Holy Spirit, let's say the prayer that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. May our God, our God who loves us, grant you a spirit of wisdom to know and to love the risen Lord Jesus, the God of life, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit bless you now and forever. God bless you all.
Hallelujah. Christ is risen. Hallelujah.